BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. Gents, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that the Dgens bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 35 real fast bucks a month, you can see all of the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of Dgens. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. You remember the one time that we got approached to uh, hawk dick pills? Were you, you going to run that by my agent? I can't imagine I would have been okay <laughs> with that. This should be about me, the opening Panther, not you. I think if you just... Uh, just- just turned it loose, you'd probably have more success. I mean, there, there is no one better in the world than me. The Marlins at anything. Well, once again, it's my daily, am I betting the Marlins? And yeah, I am today. I quasi-believe that some sportsbooks do a long con on teams. <laughs> Dan Cruel, Man Cruel. I have no idea what happened there. If something like this happens, and he comes screaming out of the dugout, Earl Weaver style. <laughs> finally, finally, it's about me! <laughs> it's, it's all about me, really. It's recorded, it's right there. Panther being a verb. Amazingness happened. Amazingness happened, Panther. When you when you listen to this, you're gonna like you're gonna be in awe of the cadence. I mean it really you went full like Rosie Robot Eminem there. It was amazing. It's one of the best ones in history. It was like a rap. It was awesome. I love that shit. I absolutely do. Love Rosie Robot. 
we're doing it again. Fuck it, we're doing it again. Absolutely fucking uh, bend over. They, they mess with you in boot camp, man. You come up with a fucking female with snakes coming out of it. It wasn't anything that was uh, too, too tempting out there. Future World Series champion Orioles. I've never felt more backstabbed in my life. There's a lot of different areas we can go into. I mean, what kind of sick world do we live in? The White Castle and Hardee's just keep losing to Burger King and McDonald's. It's just this wrong path we took as humanity. This is the death rattle. How big was it? Nine inches. Super small. Did not talk nearly enough about me, though. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxie, and today I'm joined by a man who's legally allowed to pull over this podcast and strip search it because it is a danger to the public. It's Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm I'm good. I mean, you're talking about strip searches. I, I got a little more excited than I was ready for. Well, you know, there, there there has been a lot of excitement in the Discord. I don't know if you saw that over yesterday, but you, you were working a long night yourself. I know uh, you, you'd mentioned to me that uh, you had to work the overnight. Uh, uh, the, it's basically a 12-hour, 7 to 7 a.m. is what you were saying. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, right now I'm on nights, um, which is for, for anybody who's who's a, a normal in the Discord, they, they know that they've been seeing a little bit less of me lately, and it's uh, – it's just been because I've been on nights, so you know I'm I'm sleeping during the day. I'm missing all the good stuff. Um, you know, shift starts at seven p.m. and it goes from either you know seven p.m. to seven a.m. or eleven a.m. depending on if we do twelve or sixteens. I see, I see. Okay, and now uh, as. as... If you, I, uh, I was out late last night at a gig, but I feel like you probably have like a little bit more interesting stuff that you could see on St. Paddy's Day weekend potentially uh, when, when you're working. Did you, did you have, uh, come across any like drunk bagpipers or you know uh, so, so some silly jazz musicians out there on the road last night? Anything like that? Uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't get to see any jazz musicians because I would have just I would have joined right in, you know, in, in <laughs> just, yeah. just 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 to bring in. You know my 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 own sexy love to, to, yeah. to the table, but uh, no, nothing crazy. I mean, you you get the the normal drunks, right? But it's yeah. not um, you know, it's it's surprising. Um, you know, you see, I feel like I've been doing this job for for ten years now, and I feel like for the most part, you get on on holidays like this and holidays like. Uh, you know, the, uh, what, what the day before Thanksgiving, you know, that, that real big party night, um, mm-hmm. you know, on days like that, you get really less, uh, hiccups during those nights. Really? Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little surprising, but mm. realistically, I think the, the whole thing is, is that they, um, you know, people know they're going out and they kind of mm. set it up beforehand. They got DDs. They're they prepared. Have, yes. And, and I think that that is, I mean, it's wonderful. I wish people had it all the time. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I think, you know, it's surprising. We actually get, I feel like anyway, uh, at least around here, maybe in the city it's a little bit different, but at least around here, um, you actually have less hiccups than, than a regular Saturday. So it's been, um, you know, a regular Saturday or a full moon. Full moons are fucking crazy. It I really see. does bring the crazies out. It's really? Nuts. Yeah. I Listen, there's nothing worse than having a full moon on one of these party nights. Oh, really? Just, 
it, yeah, everything goes ballistic. But okay. I'm yeah. gonna start tracking this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start tracking this, uh, like so that the next time there's like you know All Saints Day uh, lands on a full moon or something like that, and we know that we have uh, people letting loose. I'll be uh, having to ask you, you know, what's going on. I uh, generally speaking, man, um, I, I feel like when when these holidays come around, what what you see is you see the people who are not practiced drinkers drinking, you know. And so, you know, generally speaking, those folks who are not practiced drinkers, I, I think you do have a point. They probably do a better job of going out of their way to actually plan what they need to get home safely. So, you know, maybe it does actually lead to uh, people just generally being more responsible or something like that, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like kind of crazy because you think about it and if you're not in the profession, if you're not around it, you know, immediately you're like, oh, wow, that's that's got to be the crazy time. That's got to be the, you know, the nuts time. You know, New Year's Eve is probably ballistic. But, you know, in in my time of doing this, realistically, you don't I mean, some of my, you know, lightest nights have been on holidays like this where, really, you know, you don't you don't get any calls. You don't have anybody, you know, coming through, you know, the station or the jail or anything that that's 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 rough. I mean, you know you might get somebody stealing or something like that because, you know, other people are actually having a good time. But yeah, like I said, you know, it's, it's, you know, I think you're onto something with the not practice drinkers, right? Because the worst thing you can do is get the practice drinkers who think that it's fine to go and, and, and drive and do all this stuff. And they're like, oh, I got it. I do it a hundred times. And right. then on a random Tuesday, boom, something bad happens. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, realistically we just had a, a tragedy around our area where oh, really? a, a drunk driver and, and, and stuff got hit and, and somebody oh. unfortunately passed. Oh, um, man. yeah, I, I knew both parties in the situation, um, you know, from a Goodness. personal standpoint. Oh man, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't close with them, but I, I knew them. Uh, neither one was a bad, bad guy, just, you know, a bad decision, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, it, it's from a practice drinker standpoint rather than somebody who's just going out to have fun. So there you go. Yeah. Well, in my practice of drinking, I have learned that it is best for me to stay home and to drink at home and to uh, do so in front of the TV and uh, watching some sports, watching some a lot of fun stuff. Now, Kyle, on a day like this where you're sleeping in, are, do you, are you able to consume sports at all? Do you put it on in the background or are like, you know, do you close the door, make sure like the children Jawas now do not get into the room and you are like able to uh, disconnect for a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, no. <laughs> um <laughs> My children are everywhere all the time. I get, um, I'll, I'll hit the hay after, after our show this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll probably get woken up about four times over the, <laughs> over my five hour nap that I get before I oh go God. back in. Um, but realistically, you know, none of that stuff by the time I get, I usually get up around five thirty so that I can kind of eat dinner with the family a little bit before I get mm -hmm. ready to go in. Um, you know, I, I got to leave the house by 630. So, you know, I get uh, about an hour in where I might be able to put something on in the background and, okay. and, and handle it. But then realistically, what I do is, is I go in and, and on the night shift, mm -hmm. unlike the day shift, there's uh, not much around. So, oh. you know, that is the time where, you know, sometimes you can kind of put it on the background. You can have a radio on um, as see. it gets deeper into the night, I can check out my picks for the next day. So, there you, you know, go. I, I was able to kind of, kind of get a couple that I, I really liked for, for today's show Hell yeah. um, this week. It's, it's, it's turned out well because, uh, you know, 
Mr. Phil Bobbitt and I are doing decently right now in 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 the uh, XFL this weekend. So hell yeah, um, yeah. So would you recap the weekend so far uh, as far as it's gone for y'all? So uh, I know that we hit the scores in the last two games, uh, including the outright win for um, for the Vipers. Um, I think I was on the under in one of those games, uh, but we did hit another over. Uh, Phil was right in the uh, Thursday night game. I was mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately incorrect, but uh, he, know, he's we, only got those sea dragon eyes, though. He only, yeah, he only I'll tell you, you know. What. I'll tell you what. I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but uh, I seem to be um, on the. Now we both been on the on the right side, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you if you followed along with us as as we've. We've taken the journey here, but um, it's a little bit different than USFL where we were on the unders early. Uh, we've been mm-hmm. on the overs, and the overs have been hitting. Um, yesterday's games both went uh, – the the first uh, – I believe it was the first one went in the 60s, and the second one went into the upper 50s. Oh, so these games are really scoring some points here, and, and we've been hammering the overs. So um, the overs are just now creeping up into the 40s. I think the highest total mm-hmm. – on the board was I think 42 or 42 and a half this week. So um, the, the totals are starting to creep up. They started around like 37 ish. So Got they it. are starting to creep up. We're, we're doing all right this weekend. Phil's been having a better run as of late than I have. He's, you know, he's it's some damn sea dragons, man. And, <laughs> and I keep, I keep just, just going down with the Brahma shit, man. I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on with me, but You're just following those Brahmins. <laughs> I, I, I hear that following those Brahmins. Well, listen, Kyle, you've, you've segued me perfectly here. You know, every Sunday, I like to check in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Kyle, you are the foremost expert uh, and our, ex, uh, our XFL enthusiast. So I have to ask you a couple more questions here about this. Um, since we're basically through week five of the XFL, uh, this is essentially the midpoint of the season at this time. So, um, you know, with that in mind, uh, what do we really know about the league at this time? What, what, what is uh, like, what is some known quantities in the league, whether or not that's good teams, bad teams, things that are working, things that are actually entertaining, uh, or do you even believe it's successful? Um, I definitely believe it's successful. Uh, mm. They're getting good viewers. Um, mm. The biggest thing with leagues like this, just like the USFL, is it's good football. I mean, you are seeing good football. It's not a lot of trash, uh, which which is has been really fun for somebody who, um, you know, I'm an enthusiast for XFL and USFL, but I'm an enthusiast for football, you know, throughout. So, you know, anytime I get to actually turn it on and watch good football – I, I enjoy myself and I find myself sitting on my couch actually enjoying these games. Uh, they're close games. Uh, the one thing that I, I mean, so far, just basis of the league, the whole roundabout is um, I spoke about this uh, on, on the Thursday show on, on Out of Bounds, where basically the, the tiers of the teams to me is Houston and then everybody else. Um, Houston, Houston is has been just an unbelievable team all year, and here we go this week, and they go out there and they lose to Phil Seattle Sea Dragons. Oh. So I, I sat there and I said, it's Houston and everybody else. They 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 look like the the closest thing to the Birmingham Stallions that that you know of the USFL, mm-hmm. and then they go out there and let me down. So God you dang know, it. it's it's you know. I I looked at them as a team who could score, probably the best in the league, and 
they play good defense. So, um, you know, one week doesn't really trip it up. They're still at the top of that echelon. Uh, DC's really good. The Sea Dragons are really good. Um, these teams are kind of starting to move themselves away uh, from each other and, and, and kind of figure that out. Uh, one thing that we're seeing is we're still seeing some of the uh, positional groups really catch up, like offensive mm. line and, and things like that, who, who are really catching up. Um, one big thing that I think about the league that, that has really shown off is NFL talent. Mm. Uh, there are some real NFL talent in this league. I mean, you have receivers like uh, Josh Gordon, Martavis Bryant, Cody Latimer, uh, guys who, who spent some time in the league, and those guys look the part. I mean, all of them look like NFL guys out there with, you know, guys who are just under that, you know, caliber. Does it seem like they are, they, they really add that much of a benefit to a team. The fact that they have that experience on top of the fact that they probably were, you know, physically gifted in ways that uh, a lot of folks, you know, like they got the pass into the league because they were physically gifted. Now they're playing in a lower league because, you know, it didn't work out. Maybe they had some character issues. Maybe they didn't get along with teammates, this kind of a thing. And so, you know, does that really actually, and having those players, does that truly separate a team? If you have enough of those guys, can that really like uh, uh, give a team inertia? Yeah. You know what? I think that's exactly what's going on. Mm. Um, I mean, you look at, you know, Ben DiNucci, you know what I mean? It's, it's a guy who was never going to be a starter in the NFL. He was not a guy who spent a ton of time in the NFL, but he got some meaningful snaps and he got some, you know, real playing time in the NFL at, Mm. at, at a real, you know, when, when these players talk about that there's a different sort of uh, pace to the game, that's real. And, you know, you can see the guys who have played, like, actual meaningful snaps at the NFL who are just at a different pace than some of these guys who might just be out of college or some guys who made their first training camp and then, you know, played for the CFL or were playing, you know, around. You know what I mean? You, you definitely see um and you saw it in the in the USFL too. Some of those guys, you know, looked really good. And and there was a couple young guys who, you know, the MVP of the league, at, you know, Kevante Turpin ends up going to the Cowboys and was a freak of a turn man, just a freak on special teams. So I think that was something really, really cool that we saw with the USFL. I think this may be a chance for some of these guys to not only get in, but maybe get back into the NFL because – what you're seeing is real NFL talent outshining this. Um, I mean, the issue with Josh Gordon was never talent. It was, right. you know, his his off-the-field stuff. You know, he the guy was a head case. But Josh Gordon was a freak on the field. And, you know, playing a whole season in the XFL might just make have a team take a flyer on him. I mean, why not? Somebody like Martavis Bryant or Cody Latimer, who spent years in the NFL, might get a flyer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So those guys have definitely kind of taken over the league, I think. Um, you know, I, I think I think we're really seeing that talent level take over. Got it. Well, and a guy like Josh Gordon, he doesn't have, like, you know, injury past or things like that. He's, he's just got character issues. So, yeah. you know, the, the, guy, the guy's still got good legs underneath him. It, you know, people are still trying to give Odell Beckham a job and stuff like that coming off the ACL. It's like, hey, you know what? They're, 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 uh, maybe, maybe kick the tires on Josh Gordon a little. Yeah, um, and you know what sucks is that mm-hmm. Josh Gordon, you know, I know we say, you know, character issues are off the field issues. But realistically, the guy just wanted to smoke weed. 
And now it's legal. I mean, imagine yeah. if he had just yeah. come out of college right now. I know. That guy would probably have a 15-year a, a career in the NFL and be skyrocketed to the top of the league. Listen, release my old drug dealer from from jail. I this I, I I'm on the same boat. I'm I'm all on the same boat for this. I'm I'm all yep. on this. <laughs> now, here's one thing. There there was a little bit of a leaking the playbook scandal to the XFL that had to deal uh the XFL had to deal with someone recently. Now, is this a real problem, do you think, that could potentially happen again because the player wages are where they're at? Or cue the X File music. Do you think this could be a Vince McMahon style move to make Dormady the heel and drum up some publicity for the league? Here's, I think that this was a real issue. Um, I think when you are dealing with, and and it's 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 going to be really really difficult to say this, um, because for people like us, it's not. But when you're dealing with quote unquote subpar pay, you get subpar results, and that's uh. I think you're more so along the the correct lines with that. Um, because I don't think The Rock needs to get the publicity. Um, I think that that guy is kind of his own, he's got kind of his own universe around him. Um, he's, he's got a really good product. Uh, they're getting the viewers. They already have the sponsors. This isn't going anywhere. They've got, I mean, you, it doesn't matter. You look at players, you look at coaches. I mean, The Rock himself owns a team. You know, and he's the the tippy top of the league. I, I don't think that they're hurting for that. So, you know, I, I I think I gotta I gotta turn the X file music off. <laughs> okay, we but, can turn uh, it down. We can turn it down yes. right now. We'll 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 we'll, yes. we'll fade it back. We'll fade it back. Yes. But listen, you, it, you may be right. You know what I mean? I listen. It's we've seen crazier things. Well, you know, I, I wonder I wonder if a guy like Quentin Dormady, who got in trouble for this, was kind of like, listen, my career is already done ski. I'm playing for a team that is essentially, like, the worst team in the XFL. You know, maybe the XFL approaches a guy like that and says, listen, you know your career is over. We know your career is over. How about we make a little bit of fun out of this? You can you can exit in your own way. And, you know, under the table, we'll give you a couple bucks. That's, that, I was, that, 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 that's kind of what I was thinking, like, could happen if, like, let's say – Let's say I was totally done playing football, but I like, you know, there, there was still there, there was still a way to make money off me being related to football, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and it, you know, to go along with your point, it wouldn't be crazy for for something like that to happen. I mean, guys try and stay within the sport. I mean, these guys have done it their whole lives. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? They try and do whatever they can to not only stay relevant just but but for some of these guys this is the most constant that thing in their entire lives for mm-hmm. their entire lives they don't know constant anywhere else and sometimes people just have a hard time you know breaking off of that you know what oh, i mean yeah. so it's it's not only you know just a, hey like let me grab a couple bucks here i'm sure that that is is always a, a motivator money's always a motivator but mm-hmm. you know some guys you know they just need to feel that they're still a part of it and they're still a part of something. I think that's why you see, you know, even in the NFL, I mean, you look at quarterbacks and and things like that, who, I mean, God, Brett Favre was, is, is one of my favorite players of all time. And to watch him on Green Bay Packers. And then you think about, he's like, Oh, well he, he played for the jets. Oh, he played for Minnesota too. Like you start thinking about that and you're like, man, whatever he could do to hold on. Oh yeah to football and i think that maybe something like that 
could absolutely happen. There's certainly the motivation there. Well, you know what? We're kind of seeing that a little bit with Tom Brady here now, too. Holding on to football, just grasping it as hard as he can, just holding on to it. All right. Well, we're, we're getting deep into the football talk. We always, I, I, I could talk football with you forever, Kyle. But what we really <laughs> got to talk about right now is the book club. Now, the book club is our hyper-degenerate private Discord server that offers a place for everyone. Now, Kyle, what is your favorite page in the book club? Oh, I mean, my favorite page has to be the one that makes, you know, ridiculous money, right? The Boost Channel. The super there we go, man. Dude, the super boosts are a lot of fun. I love seeing those boosts. We gotta. Phil has talked about it. Uh, we need. We need to find. We need to get him a non-government related job so that he has real hours to work doing the promo boosts more. Because I love seeing that now. For me right now, I'm kind of between Arches, Darts, and Spring League picks, which are unbelievable in his channel. But also, I mean, this is Speedway Steve 2 season. So, I mean, it's it's really difficult. You really can't go wrong with either of these. But if you want to join us and create a favorite page or find a favorite page, all you have to do is head over to thedjens.net or everyonehateswins.com, and you too can book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All righty, Kyle. Let's get to our picks for today. Let's, let, let's talk about uh, what, what we like today. What, I, I know that you have some XFL bets that you'd already talked about on the Out of Balance show earlier this week. So what else do you like? Uh, I'm going to kind of stick to, listen, I, I, I don't want to get into racing. That's, that's not my bag. I, we got, there's other pros for that. Yeah. 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 We got <laughs> pros in here for this. I'm not going to even, you know, try and, and, and pull a, a rabbit out of my ass for that one. So, um, you know, listen, you, you got, you got, you know, I know the, the world baseball classics going on. I'm staying away from that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not into hockey anymore. So, you know, that leaves me with one thing, baby, we got basketball. There we go. NBA. All right. That's that's all that I got today, too. So let's let's right. talk some NBA. What what do you like today, Kyle? Uh, I have one game and then I have a few props. Got it. So, I love this. So the game that I have is I am on the Trailblazers today mm. and I am on the Trailblazers money line. Now, uh, the best it looks like they were plus three and a half. I only looked at DraftKings uh, because I don't have as many books as some of the other guys here. Um, Got it. But it looked like it was plus 135 where I had it. I don't know if there's a better number out there. Um, as always, anybody who's following stuff, looking at stuff, you know, 
always, always check around, shop the numbers because you can most likely find something that's a little bit better. Um, I'm on the Trailblazers today because they are playing the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clippers are on a back-to-back, and I, I kind of did a little bit of digging. And the last time they won a back-to-back game, do you know when that was? The Clippers? Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. I, 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 you know that I have a rest-based model, so I actually I, do I, think about this. I actually I ha- I, I, I should have this in the back of my head, but, you know, it, it's all in the spreadsheet. So I don't know. Let me, I mean, it, was it before or after the All-Star break? I'm going to guess before. December 27th. Whoa. The last time they won a back-to-back? The last time they won a back-to-back was December 27th. They have lost every back-to-back they played oh, since. man. Um, I don't know if it's a combination of some, you know, some rest games. Uh, some of the 76ers fans out there, you know, who, who follow Doc Rivers might say this is a uh, scheduled loss. Uh. <laughs> Whatever bullshit he tries to put on his fan base. But, okay. Um, but they don't they don't win back to backs. Um, they they haven't won it since you know the end of December. Uh, this this uh, you know Trailblazers team isn't they're not great. But anytime you have Dame out there, you know this team has a chance. So I am going to be taking the Trailblazers on the money line. Um, if you feel more comfortable taking the three and a half, I still support it. But uh, I, I like them enough to take the money line. I'm on plus one thirty five. All right, Kyle. Now, am I? Uh, I see that one thirty-five. Actually, I can see you if you shop the line a little bit. You can even find a one forty, depending on some books. So, you know, obviously, shop your books as you mentioned, Kyle. That is the way to be. Um, looking at this matchup, though, uh, the way that my old rest-based model has it shaking out uh, is it, it agrees with you. It actually likes the Trailblazers in this one to win outright. It full it full on. It says it says they're going to win by two and a half points. That's that's what it says. So, I mean, I don't know where they're going to get that half point from, but I, I can see I can see the two, so I I don't hate that, you know. And that's kind of a perplexing line. You would think that uh, the Clippers would be much greater favorites, but like you said, there must be some hinky Doc Rivers schedule loss kind of shit going on in this one. Yeah, there's there's, you know, if if you're a Sixers fan or a basketball fan, you follow Doc, you know that there's just some scheduled losses. Mm. Well, now I I actually have a bet on this one too, so we're 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 gonna double dip on this game a little bit. But obviously, my rest based model is based on totals, and in this one, my model has this one currently going underneath 235, which is what I can still get in Vegas right now. So I'm liking that. Now, one thing in the NBA that uh, I I had discussed with Arch last week, some stuff that we kind of talked about, you know, the NBA it is it is becoming more and more of a crapshoot as we get down the uh, as the as the year kind of wanes on. You know, it really feels like. Um, there, there are these random nights where good team does not show up. Currently, right now, looking at the lines, I mean, I, I'm seeing Denver is minus one and a half on the road in Brooklyn Bro- against Brooklyn. They're minus one and a half only. That's that, that line screams to me danger zone. There's only, from what I can see, it looks like almost everyone's hitting Denver. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to do the same thing here. Look at Brooklyn, like as if this may be a scheduled loss for the Nuggets. Thoughts? Yeah, I I don't I, I looked at that game too and and I couldn't get enough to to bet it. Um but I was kind of siding with you as well. I mean, I, I I looked at this. I mean, the Nets team isn't good, but they're scrappy as hell, right? And oh, yeah. we're in the nitty-gritty now and if there's one thing that we know, number 1, you know, the the game's in Brooklyn, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it's a it's a 
completely across the country game. So there's a time zone difference. And down in the nitty gritty, you know, I, I understand that he's won the last two MVPs, but when you get to those nitty gritty times, Jokic doesn't show up. And that's something that I've kind of, uh, you know, seen, you know, with the eye test and, and, it would not surprise me if they go out there and lose this game. I mean, that that line screams, take Brooklyn, take Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it doesn't make sense to me that you would see the line where it's uh, at that point. I mean, the, the Nuggets, they, they have – I mean, obviously, they've clinched the playoffs, so they don't necessarily have as much to play for, if you will. But by the same token, you would think that they would – try and want to win now they are coming off a back-to-back so that can also play into it perhaps they're going to be resting some players perhaps that's why the game is supposed to be a little closer but i mean that that one screamed to me there's something off so i am uh i feel like when i see those scream like stay off kind of things i should either be like staring at the sun and go directly into it and just like take brooklyn just take the money line or take like brooklyn minus five alt line like plus 250 or something like that do do something in that world just to make it really interesting uh in a situation like that perhaps maybe maybe i'll do something like that with the trailblazers i'll double up and put together trailblazers and the nets on this one we can make something a little bit silly happen. Uh, what, other, what else you got in the NBA today? So I, I've, I've got a couple props. Uh, the, the first one that I want to talk about is the Spurs uh, game. I have uh, Mr. Devin Vassell. Uh, Devin Vassell, I looked uh, on DraftKings. Again, you know, all mm-hmm. my numbers came off of DraftKings. Uh, I, I, I got the updated numbers right before we got on. So these should all be still very, very close, if not exactly the same. Uh, when the show comes out, but uh, Vassal is sitting at 19 and a half uh, points for his, for his over under. Um, now I, I looked, I, I love watching Vassal play because there's sometimes that he, he looks like the next big thing. Um, and last game he dropped uh, 24, 25 and he looked fantastic. Um, but currently he's averaging 18.1 points a game. I believe it is. And over his last seven, he's only gone over 20 once. So mm. 20 or above once. And that was just his last game that he played. Um, that game also, he ended up getting 35 minutes because it went to overtime. So uh, I'm expecting to see around 15 to, you know, 14, 15 for Vassal tonight. I think the, the 19 and a half is too much. Uh, I'm going to be on the under on this one. There you go. I just took a look, and it looks like that number is still live, so you can still get that under two nineteen and a half. I dig it. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't dug so deep into the player props and stuff like that because again, it feels like every night you don't know what you're going to get out of like NBA players. You know, it feels like in in in, in all honesty, um, like it, it, it would be really nice if we could just get a general understanding of what a team's effort is going to be going into a game. Like if if a team would just tell us this game. Is is like a this is like a thirty five percent effort on our part. We're 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 looking at this game like a C student that is just like going to try and like scrape by. I know this is. I know I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna get a good grade on this. All I need to do is get it high enough that everything else can keep can can get can get it through. You know, that's I feel I feel like that's kind of what is happening in the NBA in a lot of different scenarios. A lot of different teams are doing that. And it'd be really nice for our sports betters if we could just get a guarantee of some level of effort. Yeah, I you know what, and and I think that there's such a deeper conversation that that goes into, right? Um, you know, is there too many games in the NBA season? You know what I mean? Is there too mm. many? You know, I just saw a meme the other day that that you know, I, I believe it was Michael Jordan, but it was it was at least somebody in that era who said 
listen, in, in, in 15, 20 years, guys aren't going to play this many games anymore. And it was dead on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, the, it's the rest games. It's, you know, that's such yeah. a conversation, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I just wonder with these historical records and stuff like that. You know, in order to keep those historical records, though, you still need to have like an 82-game season. You still need to play like, you know, as many games as you can try and break the scoring record in the season. Like if you want to try and like, you know, still stay relevant and be compared, you know, it, to, to, you know, previous history of the game, it feels like you still have to like do that. I, I wonder if, you know, like you're kind of, I think you're kind of alluding to a little bit, maybe spreading out the games. I mean, I know they spread it out already, but you know, maybe, maybe there's like, maybe team only does like five back-to-backs a year instead of like in the ballpark or 12. Maybe you have that, you know, maybe there's some rules around like resting players and finding that rest. Uh, I guess that, that just gets to a thorny place because it's like, Hey, someone's sick, someone's tired. Let them rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Um, hundred percent there spacing out. I'd be fine with, or, you know, realistically, I, I love, the fact that I get to watch more games, right? I love the mm. fact that, that there's a long schedule. I can see as many games as I do because, you know, I'm a big Sixers fan, so I love watching the Sixers. But, you know, I would rather see I – mean, I mean, you see it over the last two years. I, I think last year is probably the biggest, you know, eye-opener of it. But realistically, I think Joel Embiid lost the MVP last year simply because he didn't play enough games. Um, I, I mean, I don't – you know, I, I know Jokic was fantastic and he had great, you know, stats and stuff. But, you know, I think for me personally, I would rather see, you know, less games. How about, you know, 71 games a year or 72 games a year? And you can space them out a little bit more. And I get to see my big time players every time I go to the court. You know what I mean? I, I would rather see that then have 10 rest games a year or, or 15 rest games a year. You know what I mean? Play 72 mm. and, and my top players all play 68 to 70. You know what there I mean? I I'm, I'm cool with that. So yeah, I, I think there's a big issue with that. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, that's, yeah. maybe they looked like a baseball kind of a model where they start scheduling games earlier in the day during the week. I know that that'll be a hard ass to get people to get butts and seats, but Everyone knows this is all moving towards a TV product anyway, so I I don't know. There's listen, maybe NBA come to us for some ideas. Come to your idea people, some creative types like Kyle and I here, so we can, you know, we can we can we can push this schedule into something that actually uh, makes me feel okay about buying a ticket to a game and not feeling like oh well, I guess I'm not going to see the potential three time MVP tonight just because it's a rest day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you 100. percent If uh, if Silver wants to give us a call, we'll 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 certainly take it. Exactly. We're open. My, my phone line is open. I'm, I'm standing right here. It's the phone line is open. All right. I got one more game that I'm looking at today, uh, Kyle, that I, that I like. Did you have any more props you want to touch on? Uh, I got a couple if you want them. Yeah. Okay. Give, give me the rest of the props. Let me, let me have it. Yeah. I, I got uh, technically three more, but it's really two. So uh, one to keep going along with that, yeah. um, uh, that trailblazers game. Although mm-hmm. I like the trailblazers, uh, you know, Dame is at, um, I believe I saw four and a half uh, three point uh, uh, three pointers made, and okay. I'm going to say under that. Um, I I think that they win this game by you know simply the Clippers being tired. I think that they're going to be able to get to the hoop. I think they're going to be able to to, to kind of crash the boards a little bit, and and it's going to be kind of a, a nitty gritty game. 
rather than being, uh, you know, kind of behind the arc and stuff. And, you know, when I look at the Clippers, depending on who's out there tonight, you know, Kawhi's out there, if Paul George is out there, if, you know, some of these other players are out there, they played pretty good defense, especially along the perimeter. So uh, I look to have uh, Dame underneath his his three-pointers made in that game as well. There you go. And I'm just looking at it right now. It looks like uh, the line may have moved to four and a half. So you may be able to catch some better value now. Maybe keep an eye on that one throughout the day and hop on a little bit later if it keeps moving in that direction, especially if you like that under. Yeah, I, I, I like the under a lot. Um, so so that that's the last one in that game. And then the only last one, it's a mm-hmm. kind of a combination here. Um, it's Giannis. Uh, listen, Giannis has come out over the last, um, you know, couple weeks or whatever, and, and there's been a lot of people kind of coming in behind him, and he's saying, you know, what is the MVP? Like, what do you have to do to win the MVP? You know, is it, uh, you know, an actual award that is for most valuable player? Is it the person who scores the most? Is it the person who, you know, gets the most assists? Is it completely stat-based? Is it win-based? Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff. Um I think Giannis is a little fired up and Mm. he is and really hasn't been over the last three years. He's kind of been the afterthought Mm. in the pitch and bead MVP battle. And he's gained a little bit of buzz lately. And I, I, I'm going to try and capitalize on that. Um, Right now it looks like, you know, from where I saw DK had his points at 31 and a half and his rebounds at 11 and a half. I'm going to go over both of those. Um, I think that Giannis comes out and has an absolute stellar game. I'm thinking he, this is one of those 40, 15 games that he throws out there every once in a while that you just look at him and go, wow, that's one of the most dominant players I've ever seen in my life. Um, so I, am going to cash in. I think Giannis is a little bit, uh, he's a little bit miffed that he's kind of, you, you know, taking a back seat a little bit. So that those are my, my final two slash, you know, combo combo ones i got love it well as as a as a greek person myself you know that i always uh my heritage always uh loves when people are into greek culture especially when it is via the greek freak uh there's i know i remember there's a little bit of an incident with him receiving a bell as a valentine's day gift a few years ago i don't know if you remember that situation look this up this is very funny i also would like one of those bells i don't think i'm going to receive one for valentine's day you need to look this up though i'm just gonna i'm just throwing this out there you need to look this up there's a bell there's some text on it very special text and it is very specific and it 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 definitely puts the freak in with the greek if you know what i mean it it connects the the freak to the greek a little bit there (laughs) love it well i got one last pick that i'm looking at today here in the nba and that is the phoenix suns at the okc thunder now my model likes this one going under the 236 and a half so i'm hopping on that one the model tends to like unders a little bit more than it likes overs and i actually it spat out a few overs today that i'm gonna wait and see we're gonna wait and see again like i said i've been doing half units on a lot of this stuff so i'm kind of taking it easy just trying to like really create a proof of concept here with this model more than anything else so at this point with the crap what the nba is i just want a little action on the board so that's that's really what i'm getting at with that today Kyle, uh, I know that you're about to uh, hit the hay here. So, you got anything else you want to give to the DJs this morning? No, you know that's it. I, you know, I, 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 I haven't been back on the Sunday show since since the intro show. You know, it's been like a year. It's been a year. 
I know. So I was I was happy to, to get back on. I know, you know, we have a lot of exciting things going on in the book club, and it's mm-hmm. you know it's an exciting time with with racing back and things like oh, that. Yeah. You know? And 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 our stars are shining. You know what oh. I mean? Our 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 darling bells are are at the ball right now. So it's nice for for you and I, the little guys, to get out here and and still, you know, I mean. Uh, I want to say we're the best looking ones. You know what I mean? There we I don't bend anybody, but you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you got to get the moneymaker. See, now, Kyle, at this point, we're almost punching down. We should really just lay off of this. We should, we should let that. We should, we should, we shouldn't be saying all this negative stuff. I mean, if they've listened to this podcast for the last 35 minutes, then, uh, then those other hosts, then we should really not denigrate them this badly at the end of it. <laughs> but, all right, well, with that, DJ, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on over, buy a shirt at Absolute Degeneracy. You can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at Betting Absolute. Join the book club at thedgens.net. And when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. How big was it? Nine inches, super small. Did not talk nearly enough about me, though. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.